they say, curiosity killed the cat. Some things are better left to the unknown, as it is the case of this week's subject. Young, curious girls wanting to get a glimpse at their potential future husband's face will go to the lengths of invoking a spirit, a spirit that is said to be vengeful and may attack, or just let you know that you will die before being bewed. Is it worth it? A question you will be able to answer for yourself after this week's episode of Flow, Folklore of the Week. It's flow time, folklore time You know why I'm a categorizer bovine shit We're on my co-sign it This Duke's a Plinko is my co-pilot Some of these creatures from folklore be so violent From region to region we will travel the globe Either you believe in the heathen, it's a battle for souls Every week, pre the week and tune in and capture the flow Enjoy the jewels I drop along with satin and gold That being told, it's time to get into these traditions Customs, ways, religions, and belief systems Amish, satanic magic, and meet Christians Urban legends, superstitions, and even Christmas So bear witness, grant me the floor as I speak More answers are given to you the more that you seek No discrimination, whether rich, poor, or you're weak Learning the curse brings you flow, folklore of the week traditional beliefs, customs, and stories of a community passed through the generations by word of mouth. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Well, actually, a couple weeks. But, uh, yeah, what's up? What's up, Flow Squad? We back in the building. Uh, much props and respect for keeping on, keeping on. You know what I'm saying? For representing with me. To all the newcomers, Flow is a weekly series released every Friday, which is brought to you by Learning to Curse. I am your host, Dukes. If you want to get a hold of me about the Flow series, email me at flowsquadltc at gmail.com. For any and everything else, Learning to Curse at gmail.com. Uh, Learning to Curse is on all social media outlets, so go add us, follow us, subscribe, rate, comment, all that goodness. Uh, let us know what kind of job we're doing so we can make it better, improve, and uh, keep y'all uh, entertained. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're here for, is to entertain you, but not also to embrace you as part of the family. You're part of the flow squad right now, you know what I'm saying? So let's get into this goodness. I got a nice topic for you, so let's get into it. As you might have guessed, this week's subject is Bloody Mary. Legend? Or is it real? You decide. But first, let's get to know her. Alright? So, she goes by many, many names. Let me just run the list down for you. Bloody Mary. Bloody Bones. Hell Mary. Mary Worth. Mary Worthington. Mary Wales. Mary Johnson, Mary Lou, Mary Jane. I'm in love with Mary Jane. Anyway, let me stop. I can't sing. Sally, Kathy, Agnes, Black Agnes, Aggie, and Savante Madame. Man, damn, she be getting around with all them names, man. But we will refer to her as Bloody Mary on this episode because that's what most people 
know her as. All right. So I did some research and I found uh, what appears to be a possible real Blood Bloody Mary, the legend, where it stemmed from. So I'll go ahead and get into that right now. This info I received from allthatsinteresting.com. All right. So they had a, a, a list of where they say that this legend started from. Some disagree with this. Some agree with it. Uh, but I'm just going to give you the information and y'all make the decision. You know what I'm saying? So Queen Mary I, the first queen regnant of England known as Bloody Mary. And you'll get, I'll, get to, I'll get to later why she was named Bloody Mary, why they referred to her as that. She definitely earned that name. But uh, yeah, so she was born February 18th, 1516 in Greenwich, England uh, at Palace of Placentia, which that's kind of ironic. But she was the only child at the time of King Henry VIII and Catherine of Aragon. Uh, she had she had shame over her femininity, femininity. It's like anonymity. It's a hard word. Femininity. Anyway, she was she had shame over her being a female since age seventeen when her father annulled her his marriage with her mother because he was frustrated at the lack of a male heir to the throne. I mean, seventeen years. And still no th no no heir to the throne. I mean, I can understand. Um, you know, back in the days, it was all about having a male child to to carry on. You know, so I understand. Um, separate. Um, basically, she was separated from her mother and forbidden to ever visit her. So I mean, I'm sure that had a lot of you know psychological you know wear and tear on her. I mean, not being able to see her mom no more, being part of the you know royal family, having to be a certain way etc etc while her father remarried a lady named Anne Bolin B-O-L-E-Y-N Bolin I don't know how to say that I'll say Bolin sounds good all right and um, he had a daughter with her named Elizabeth and um the mother Anne Bolin was worried that Mary would interfere with Elizabeth's succession to the throne so what she did was she uh, pressed Parliament to declare Mary illegitimate, and she succeeded at that. But what's crazy is the mother, Anne Boleyn, was later beheaded for treason by her husband, the king. But the damage to Mary's name had already been done, and she was last in line for the throne. But um, let me tell you something that later on will make kind of a little sense. But as a teen, she was plagued with terrible menstrual pains and irregularity of her cycles causing physical and, and psychological stress later on in life. Um, she had deep and frequent periods of melancholia, me melancholia was melancholy. She was depressed a lot, which lasted her whole life. Uh, she ended up taking the throne though in 1553 at age 37. She married Philip of Spain and shortly after she was with child. So she was happy. Her stomach was swollen. You know, she was like, you know, she's going to have a child. She's happy. But people were not so convinced of this. And they thought that it was not true. And, and she was not pregnant for whatever reason they had to do so. Long story short is she had a false pregnancy. The baby was expected due the day of May 9th. Um, but nope, no, no baby. They changed the date to June. No baby. July or in May, in the end of May, her, her stomach began to shrink. And finally, by August, she came out childless and uh, 
and alone. You know, she felt like God was punishing her for failing a mission she sent out on months earlier. What that mission was, not sure. So the country was uh, divided at the time between Protestants and Catholics. And Mary wanted to, to align it as just Catholics. As her father before her, um, that was one of his things. She wanted him to be proud of her. So in order to make him proud, like basically her father at one point proclaimed himself the head of the church so that the popes couldn't tell him he couldn't divorce his first wife and marry his second wife. Uh, he's had he has six wives over his lifetime. So my point is, you know, he was big in the Catholic Church. So his daughter, to gain his love and respect that she never got, figured she would do something to unite the, the whole country in one religion, which was Catholicism, right? So she signed the act before Christmas 1554, resulting in the what was called the Marian Persecutions. 240 Protestant men and 60 Protestant women were sentenced to be burned at the stake. This right here is what earned her title, Bloody Mary. All right, so that's basically what, you know, comes down to how she became Bloody Mary. And so to this day, there's a thing called phantom pregnancy, where a person is so determined to become pregnant, they actually trick their own bodies into believing they are, resulting in physical symptoms and uh, discontinuation of their menstrual uh, cycle. So this is a thing that people, even to this day, attribute back to her because that's where they first saw this situation pop up, okay? Um, and it happened again. She had another uh, phantom pregnancy, if you will. And um, basically two times this happened where she said she was pregnant. She went through the changes, but she was not pregnant. Um, she ended up dying the next year at age 42 after the second time happened. Um, presumably, presumably of u a uterine or ovarian cancer. They may say that's probably the reason why she was, her stomach was getting big and all this stuff was happening and because she was having a, a cancerous situation down there which was causing all this. Um, but back then they didn't have the you know medical abilities to find that out. Plus, uh, someone that's sitting on the throne could not be examined by a, a regular physician or whatnot, right? So, what Wikipedia says Bloody Mary is it says Bloody Mary is a folklore legend consisting of a ghost, phantom, or spirit conjured to reveal the future. She is said to appear in a mirror when her name is chanted repeatedly. The Bloody Mary apparition may be benign or malevolent. Depending on historic variations of the legend, Bloody Mary appearances are mostly witnessed in group participation play. All right, so that's what Wikipedia says Bloody Mary is, and they're right. Basically, there's a lot of different variations of how this is performed, right? So I'm going to tell you all of them that I found. First of all, I found one that says, Young women would walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle in a hand mirror in a darkened house. They would catch a glimpse of a future husband's face as they gazed in the mirror. Chance that they would see a skull or the grim reaper instead meant that they would die before they got a chance to marry i mean that's i mean that's kind of crazy i mean out of all of them that i've i've um encountered or heard of over the years this one seems like kind of freaky like think about walking up the stairs backwards holding a mirror and a candle 
in a dark house. That's already scary right there, right? Who would want to do that? And then think about the possibility of seeing a skull or a grim reaper. Like uh, many house fires has started right there. People dropped that, that, that candle and poof. I swear I would have dropped the candle real quick. But what's crazy is I never knew this had something to do with just women. Because when I was a kid, uh, me and a few friends were all boys. You know, we tried this this thing out. I thought it was a anyone thing, but from this research, I found it was it's mainly for women, right? So, more recently, the more recent ritual is uh, Bloody Mary appears to individuals at, or a group of people who ritualistically invoke her name in an act of catoptrimacy, trimacy, catoptrimacy, something like that. C-A-T-O-P-T-R-I-M-A-N-C-Y. Don't judge me. <laughs> Basically, it's, it's divination um, via mirror. I'll say it that way. All right. Chanting her name into a mirror in a dimly lit or candlelit room. Some traditions said 13 times uh, it must be said. Some say others in other numbers. She appears as corpse, witch, or ghost. And can be friendly or evil. Sometimes seen covered in blood. She may start screaming at you. Cursing at you. Strangling you. Stealing your soul. Drinking your blood. Or scratching your eyes out. I mean hey. Who wouldn't want any of those things to happen to them? I mean let's just go do it right now. Right? Come on now. But it was crazy. Let me tell you a little a side note. The room I'm recording in right now. I have... Behind me, there's a whole wall. It's pretty much a mirror. So currently, I'm in a, a dark room, and behind me is a mirror. So they're telling the story. It's a little creepy. It's a little creepy. But I'm doing this for you, Flow Squad. I'm doing it for you. All right. And I'm not gonna light no candles, and I'm not gonna. Well, I'm probably gonna say her name a lot of times, but I'm not saying it to the mirror. So I just got the chills right now. Woo! Let's do this. We in here. We in here, Flow Squad. Let's do it. So. Let me move on to the history, right? All right, so um, this is some some history as far as the legend of Bloody Mary, not the Bloody Mary the Queen, but just in general, right? So it's um, basically 1978 was when it was first brought up or talked about as far as written about, I should say, folklorist Janet Langlois or Langlois, however you say that, it's probably French. Uh, published an essay in a legend on the legend excuse me basically she wrote about it at that point and it's also said that um in J japanese mythology henako-san is basically a parallel version of bloody mary let me briefly talk about that henako-san also known as hanako of the toilet what a name i mean what 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 inspiring female wakes up and says one day i want to be known as hanako at the toilet but anyway it's a japanese urban legend about the spirit of a young girl named hanako-san who haunts school bathrooms like many urban legends this is all from wikipedia i'm reading um the details of the origins of the legend vary depending on the account legends about hanako-san have achieved some popularity in Japanese old schools where children may challenge classmates to try to summon Hanako-san, the legend in its variations. According to legend, Hanako-san is a spirit of a young girl who haunts school bathrooms and can be described as a yokai, which we'll talk about yokais on this um, 
on this show. The details of her physical appearance vary across different sources, but she is commonly described as having a bobbed haircut and wearing a red skirt or dress. The details of Hanako-san's origins also vary depending on the account. In some versions, she was a child who was murdered by a stranger or an abusive parent in a school bathroom. In other versions, she was a girl who committed suicide in a school bed bathroom. In still another version, she was a child who lived during World War II and who was killed in the air raid while hiding in the school bathroom during the game of hide and seek. Um, to summon her, it is often said that individuals must enter a girl's bathroom, usually on the third floor of a school, knock three times on the third stall, and ask if Hanako-san is present. If Hanako-san is there, she will reply with some variation of, Yes, I am. Or let me say how she would say it. Yes, I am. Depending on the story, the individual may then witness the appearance of a bloody or ghostly hand. The hand, or Hanako-san herself, may pull the individual into the toilet, which may lead to hell. Or the individual may be eaten by a three-headed lizard. I mean, all, all great choices. I mean... Who doesn't want to be get a swirly? Who doesn't want to be ate by a three-headed? But I have a question: If you're if you're eaten by a three-headed lizard, which head gets to eat you? Or do they all take a piece? Like, yeah, I need the, I need the chicken breast. I need the thighs. I want the legs. Like, who eats? Who gets to eat? Like, do all of them eat? Which which head leads to the stomach? Do they have three different stomachs, or is it one stomach and they all lead to the same, or only one of them has access to I me? Mean, that's just my my ADHD. Don't 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 mind me. <laughs> All right, let's see history. I don't know if you want me to go on a tangent about this. You know, we already deep into this, but let's do it. All right, so check it out. Um, author and folklorist Matthew Meyer has this described the legend of Hanako-san as dating back to the 1950s. So this is well past, you know, more recent than the um the other Bloody Mary tale. So it's been like what, mm, fifty. About 70 years. So it's not that old. It's not that old. It's real more more recent. But um yeah, so I mean there, that's that's just another variation of like I said, a lot of folklore stuff they're in connection with other cultures. You know, other cultures have different variations of it. You know what I'm saying? And um and, and as you'll see later on, I'll I'll connect this back to last week's episode, Kalupalik. Um this also connects to that. I mean, a lot. It's funny because a lot of these folklores have to do with a, a woman who kills children and wants to look young still. Like I see it a lot. Like you'll see it a lot in all these. Like I, I have like a lot. I have a lot of stories that all go back to that. It goes back to Lilith. Goes back to um. Goes back to uh, La Llorona. It goes back to Kalupalik. Bloody Mary. I mean. Man, like they say, hell has no theory like a woman scorned. And they are telling the truth. Which I think uh, has to do with Mother Earth purging of her children in order to stay alive. When we as humans start getting too, you know, start representing too much and like basically killing Earth, Earth kills us. And the blood of us pretty much renews Earth. Just a theory. I'm just a regular average everyday guy. So, you know. All right. So, check it out. All right. Some some other variations. 
um, some different variations and proclaimed facts are these um, that you must chant. I believe in Mary Worth. That's one of the accounts. Others say you must shout, Kathy, come out. Right? And of course, as we spoke about earlier, many of you have to say Bloody Mary repeatedly X amount of times, right? Another one, which I think I heard this one when I was younger, and I think we tried this one in the in the case of which um, I'll tell you guys in a second, is Bloody Mary, I killed your baby. Ooh, those are fighting words. I mean, if I was her, I would come take care of that as well. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. And um, some say you have to have a single candle. Others say you have to have a candle at each side of the mirror. Some call her the, the, the mirror witch. And um, she either strikes summoners dead, um, drive them mad, scratch their eyes out, scratch their face up. Um, and this one's this one kind of freaks me out, okay? Because it, it reminds me of a story that happened to me, not Bloody Mary related, but similar. Um, it says Mary may peer malevolently out through the mirror. That's creepy. I mean, come on now. Who wants to see some crazy ass shit like that? Not I, says Dukes. <laughs> also, it says um. Basically, they made she may drag one of the girls through the mirror to live with her. Come on now, that would suck. Tell me it wouldn't suck. So another variation, they say that she was not the queen, but she was a witch executed a hundred years ago for plying black arts. Also, another variation says she's a modern times lady who died in a car accident and had her face mutilated in the accident. Also, the whole Queen of England thing, so she, they said that she murdered young girls and bathed in their blood to stay young. Which again reminds me of Kalupalik, like I said earlier, I would tell you about as far as she took the kids to try to stay young. Which is again, a, an ongoing theme with Lilith and all these different other things, right? But some also say that that was not the Queen of England, that was uh, Elizabeth uh, Bathory. Uh, a Hungarian countess from 1560 to 1614. They said that that's the one who uh, bathed in the blood of young girls to stay young. That's some creepy shit. And then uh, the ver um, her sister, the Queen of England, her sister was known as the Virgin Queen, who changed everything back to Protestants after. Um, Queen after Bloody Mary died, right? So, and then also there's a lady called Mary, Queen of Scots, which from 1542 to 1567, she was a very vain woman and always had a, had a mirror. So that's another account of where this uh, whole thing could have came from. Another account says you got to say Hell Mary 13 times in mirror, then Satan's image will appear in the image. By three, the mirror turns red. By five, an unclear face emerges. Um, another one says you have, to, you have to say it, but your voice has to grow louder. The more you say it, you start low. Hell Mary, Hell Mary, Mary. And you get louder and louder, right? And once you get loud enough, eventually she shows up like, hey, I'm here. Another one, this one's kind of crazy. And this one seems like it could be, it could actually happen is uh spinning around at a medium rate taking a glimpse at the mirror on each pass 
at 13 she appears now that's fucking that's creepy like you know how many how many goosebumps i've been getting telling this story and it's weird because something i've had in my life like just in general <clears throat> when i'm telling a ghost story i make up some made up shit i really don't care right but when i tell something that really happened to me or i can feel that it's real you know what i mean or it just has this feeling that it's real in fact right now i looked at my ipad i could, I could have see reflection and just right now moved it down so i can't see it but anyway um i get i get watery eyed not like crying but like my eyes get a little watery and i get goosebumps and i've been having it throughout this whole session i mean it's nighttime right now i'm recording 7 p.m at night 7 30 to be exact and i have a big ass mirror behind me i'm in a dark ass room and i'm talking about shit that has to do with the dark ass room and fucking uh a mirror you know what i'm saying so and i had experiences myself so therefore this is some creepy shit but um yeah so um there's a lot of different variations of this and so let me ask you guys what is your experience have you had any experiences with bloody mary have you tried the game or ritual if you will have you ever done it have you had friends who've done it have you heard of someone who have has done it if you have email us email us at flowsquadltc at gmail.com and let us know say hey i had an experience with bloody mary and this is what it was you know and, and go ahead and drop it you know saying i'll, I'll bring it up on a, on a on a next episode or another episode like hey remember back when we did this one here's something that we you know popped off bam you know saying or you know maybe i'll, I'll do one episode later on down down the line it has to do with a lot of um, experiences that people wrote in to me up about saying, hey, this is my experience. So maybe I'll do one episode that will be all, um, you know, listeners experiences that coincided with different episodes. And I'll say, well, from episode one or ten or whatever, this this is what this has to pertain to. That'd be fun. It's a way for you to interact with us as well. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and leave your 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 stories. Um, email them. Everyone has an email, so you can't say you don't have an email. Everyone, so go ahead and email us at flow squad ltc as f l o w s q u a d ltc at gmail.com. If you're wondering what the ltc stands for, it's learning to curse because this is a learning to curse um, hosted podcast, right? So definitely go and leave us that comment um and on top of that if you want to go to facebook go to the learning the curse group and there will be uh, a post in there about this episode we'll have a little image a little cool little image and everything click on it and leave your your comment there too you know saying interact with us there and let us know your stories or what stories you've heard or what variations you've heard and you know let us know because i would like to know because i'm sure a lot of people have tried this because it was a big game when i was a kid a lot of people were doing it so i'm pretty sure a lot of you guys have done it as well so definitely go and you know share share your experience with us it may be uh brought up on a, on a future episode all right and maybe not if you don't want it to be talked about say hey here's my experience but don't bring it up and i'll respect that as well all right so i'm going to speak on real quick one of my experiences maybe two of my experiences that i had similar to this situation when i was about 10 11 years old i had two friends uh one was 
13 or one was one year older than me one was one year younger than me and uh, we're like let's play bloody mary and i didn't know what it was at the time so they told me what it was supposedly we went they said we go into the bathroom and we say like bloody mary three times or i think it was bloody mary we killed your kid or something like that one of those ones right we said that so we went ahead went ahead and did it and um uh, it was my friend Bryce and Sean. And um, we went into the bathroom. And this is a little ass bathroom in these apartments we used to live in. <clears throat> went to this little bathroom. And I can't remember, can't remember if we had a lighter. I think one of us had a lighter. And we flickered it on and we did our thing. But I closed my eyes. I was like, I want no parts of this, right? So I closed my eyes, kept my eyes closed. You know, we said what we said. And all of a sudden, one of, one of us. Like one of them, I should say, it wasn't me. One of them screamed, ah, and they opened the door and they tried to get up. Run, 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 run. And they ran and they got, it was in my apartment and they ran out of the apartment. So I was like, okay. Oh, I didn't see anything because my eyes were closed. But supposedly they saw some shit and they left. And I was like, whatever. So they went and I guess they went and got their dogs because they both had dogs. And they walked their dogs down the canal. Then they came back and they came back to my house and said, yo, guess what happened? When we left and we walked our dogs down the canal, um, we're walking and we looked up in the sky and there was a, a cloud that looked like a hand and it was coming towards us. So we ran and ran and ran. And then we, when we got to the end of the of the canal, we looked up and we saw it was in front of us now instead of behind us. So we turned around and we ran, you know, we, we ran again and we ran back home. Now, I don't know if that shit's true. I wasn't there. It's possible. That they saw some shit in the sky, but one a cloud going one way, following you, then turn around and following you the opposite way is really rare. But I mean, if this is real, then it's real. But I don't know. I didn't see it. I didn't witness it. I closed my eyes in in the thing, so I don't know what they saw in the thing. So that was my experience with a Bloody Mary uh, situation. And uh, another thing I was gonna say from earlier is the fact that remember I said that I had uh, a crazy situation with, you know, like. It said Bloody Mary looking out malevolently at you or whatever. Well, one time, I don't remember what it was, but it's kind of like Bloody Mary, but it's some other little thing you do. Like you look in, I think you look in the in a mirror and you say something or whatever, and it'll show you the future you or whatever, right? Something like that. And um, so I was sitting there staring in the mirror, mirror staring and staring and staring. And I brought this up on Learn the Curse before, um, but I was sitting there staring and just staring and staring and staring at my face. And next thing you know, like my face did this weird, like scary smile, like like looked at me like smile, like <laughs> like it was freaky, like it freaked me out, like fuck this shit. I got out of the bathroom, and um, I want to say I was I was in my teens at this time, so that happened to me. I was like, holy shit, it freaked me out. Cause I'm trying to look at my at my future me, and then it started like smiling at me, like in an evil way. Now, was my face, was I actually smiling that way? And that's why the reflection did that? Or was I looking straight-faced and that shit changed? Or was I just seeing that due to those um, things I said earlier as far as, like, you know, hypnotizing yourself and all those things, you know? Maybe that caused my face to distort. I don't know. But those are those are my two experiences with mere situations. And neither of them was fun. Well, the first one I didn't give a fuck about because I didn't see shit. But the second one was very scary. But I just wanted to share that with you guys. Um, again, like I said, share your experiences with, with us. 
and yeah that's that all right so check it um let me go to the next section here speculation station as it's called in learning the curse but i don't know if we're gonna call it that here or not yet still you know starting this podcast up or this 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 spinoff as far as i'm um, figuring out what everything's gonna be but this is the speculation portion of this segment so basically i'm gonna break down um what i feel it is or what it might be whether it's then we'll get to the whole bovine shit or cosine it right that's coming up next but first i have some information here scientific information which i'm going to read because this right here is like man come on now i'm not no scientist well maybe i am but not in the sense of knowing all these different words and, and, st and stuff you know i mean off the top of my head so i'm going to go ahead and read these um these things that they say scientifically that proves what is happening when you're doing this ritual of looking in the mirror with light and staring and why you see these different things okay so check it out basically uh staring in the mirror in dimly lit a dimly lit mirror for prolonged periods at a time can cause hallucinations and this is scientific stuff this is not like we just think you'll think something facial features may appear to melt distort disappear or rotate while other hallucinatory elements may appear such as animals or strange faces all right it is referred to as a, the strange face illusion which is believed to be the consequence consequence of a dis disassociative identity effect which causes brains the brain's facial recognition system to misfire in a currently unidentifiable way but basically it does that right if you look at something for a long time, it changes. They say, or it could be an illusion caused by partially, at least, um, perceptional effects of Troxler's fading, which is a, an optical illusion affecting visual perception. When one fixated on a particular point for even a short period of time, an unchanged stimulus away from the fixation point will fade away and disappear. A portion of which occurs in the brain. Um, this is first identified in 1804. Okay, and um, also sensory. If uh, a piece of paper uh, falls on your arm, it, you feel it, but soon the sensation fades away due to the tactile neurons uh, have adapted to and start to ignore the unimportant stimulus. This also could be seen as a fixated stimulus when. Its retinal image is made stationary on the retina. It's basically, it's called, excuse me, basically, basically, it's called stabilized retinal image. Such as a brief flash can bleach an image onto the retina by a strong response of rods and cones, which then causes tracers, such as when you stare at a light, then look away and see the light or a negative version of the light when you blink. I know we've all experienced that, right? You look at something that's really bright and you look away and you can see that same image or that same, you know, light uh, source, either the same color or it's flipped negatively. So that's what this, 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 um, that's what this, um, effect is basically, right? Um, applying this to Bloody Mary, the candle flicker while you stare can cause tracers that cause you to think you saw an image behind or around you as you look away from the fixation point 
So if you're looking at the mirror, staring, 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 and the, the lights flickering, flickering, then you kind of look a little bit to the left or right, you might see tracers of your own face or something around you. Okay, so, um, or self-hypnosis, uh, which occurs and is a human condition involving focused attention, reduced peripheral awareness, and an enhanced uh, capacity to respond to suggestion. Okay, so um, applying this to Bloody Mary, if you do the ritual for purpose of seeing Bloody Mary, that power of suggestion, once you get to that self-hypnotized state, can cause you to see what you think you are going to see. And if Chuck was here, he'd be like, that's confirmation bias or some, you know, one of his terms, right? I mean, that's pretty much what this is saying. You're kind of looking for something and you see it because you get into that hypnotized state where suggestion can take over and, and make something appear that's not really there, right? So uh, a good experiment would be to write down prior what you think she will look like. Great detail. More detail, the better. Then once you do the ritual, if you see her, how close to that idea you previously had does it relate? So if it's like dead on exactly how you wrote it, there's a good chance your, your brain is telling you to see that. If it looks totally different than what you than what you seen and what you wrote down beforehand, then maybe it's something different. I mean, that's a good way to uh, eliminate the fact of the whole confirmation bias thing, in my opinion. Um, some see the hypnotism as a placebo effect as well, so it's up to you. What do you believe? But think about it. That based on that information, how I feel about it is the fact that. Um, scientifically or biologically these effects that I just went over explains why or how it would be possible to see something that's not there now that's not to say it's not there there's a great chance that because I've been getting these chills right there's a great chance that it could be real there, there could be it's possible there could be some kind of spirit out there that which could go back to not maybe not the queen, but maybe Lilith. I still think Lilith is 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 something that's her spirit is messing with the world. You know, so I really think it is. You know, saying and that's just my own personal belief. Okay, so, but my point is, there's a chance that that could be that spirit that you're conjuring up, or maybe not a spirit. Maybe it's energy. Let's say there's no such thing as disembodied. Uh, um, what do they call it? Disembodied, I always forget what they say. Disembodied spirits, uh, um, what do they call it? Disembodied, I always forget what they say. Disembodied spirits or whatever, basically, right? Oh, someone who died and then now they're a spirit. Maybe it's not that, but maybe it's just energy. There's an energy or a frequency that you're tapping into that people don't normally tap into. So when you tap into that, boom, you get to see that that uh that um burst of energy okay so that being said do i think it's bovine shit or do i co-sign it um i partially co-sign it for the fact that something is happening you are seeing something there it's not like it's you just made it up oh yeah i saw something some people might do that but if you're staring and doing that your mind out of your control can and will show you something actually being there so you are seeing something but is that something bloody mary that that's the part i think is bovine shit i don't think it's really 
Bloody Mary or some queen or someone that crashed in that accident or any of that madness. I don't think it's any of that. It's possible it could be Lilith's spirit. I will say that. But I co-sign the fact that they are 100% seeing something when they do this ritual. Because that's what that's what happens due to those uh, neurons and stuff in your brain. That's something you can't control. So you are seeing that. But then again, is it? I think they, they, they say the word pareidolia. Pareidolia. Yeah, that stuff. Anyway, my point is, if it's in your head, is it any less real? I mean, if I think in my head, mmm, ice cream. Ice cream exists. You know what I'm saying? But my point is like, I feel like anything your mind can conceive or anything your mind can perceive is conceivable or is, is capable of being real and is real. I, your mind, I don't think your mind can think of anything that's not real. You know, that doesn't exist. Because once it's in your mind, it exists. So um, that being said is if your mind perceives it as real, it's real. Because you experienced that situation. Sorry for the pause. I look back at the mirror just, you know, just in case. <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's bovine shit that it's this Queen Mary or whatnot. And I wonder if that has to do with the Queen Mary in Long Beach. I'm going to look into that. But um, also, um, I think I co-signed it, the fact that um, they are saying something. And so you tell me what you guys experience. What do you guys think? Do you guys think it's bovine shit or do you co-sign it? Do you believe that it's real? Have you experienced it for yourself? And or do you, have you tried it and it didn't work for you? Um, tell us. Flow Squad LTC at gmail.com or uh, go to Learning the Curse Facebook group. Go to this post. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be titled "New Episode Flow 003 or 002." Excuse me, getting ahead of myself. 002 Bloody Mary. Go in there and drop your opinion or drop your your evidence. Drop your uh, experience, whatever have you, and we will definitely uh, uh, chat it up about it. Okay, so. Moving on to the to the pole scale, the the possibility of existence. Do I believe it's high or low, or medium, on the the pole scale, as far as uh, whether it's real or not? I think it is low on on the on the pole scale, and the reason why I say low, not that I'm saying it doesn't exist, but because um, partial partial of, of the of the once the post scale is complete, partial of it is the fact of what evidence do you have? Okay, is, is it just word of mouth? Because everything I've ever heard is word of mouth or reading. I have seen zero pictures of Bloody Mary. No one has any pictures of it. This is 2020, right? So someone should have a, 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 a camera or something going as this is happening. So you might say you've seen that. Why not do this? Maybe we'll, you know what? Maybe I'll get with my uh, my uh, co-host on on um, learning the curse. Maybe we'll do this. And and when we do it, we'll have cameras going. We'll have maybe we we'll even have the you know 
the little ghost box or whatever going and we'll we'll do it but if we see something but the camera doesn't that will tell you it's in our in our minds right so my point is we have no photos and no video evidence of this even in 2020 i mean if it works it works if you have a camera it should be able to, to to you know there should be one evidence of it there's a lot there's a lot of stories of of girls having their eyes ripped out but i i, I looked it up i tried looking it up i couldn't find one uh police report of someone saying their eyes were ripped out by bloody mary so where are all these girls i mean it happened and they's like well i'm not gonna go to the doctor i'm good let me just walk it off you ain't walking that off so either it didn't happen or or you went to the doctor and there'd be some kind of case of it. And there's no cases of that there's no cases of hey this is going on all these girls are coming forward with eyes ripped out or missing children reports and then their friends saying oh yeah we did bloody mary and she went to the mirror none of those i could not find none of that stuff so there's no evidence of the the chaos caused by bloody mary and there's no pictures or or videos of her or of the situation going down i i, I don't th i don't think i've even i couldn't could even find any videos of people performing the 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 ritual so that's why it's low on the post scale just being low on the post scale doesn't mean it's not real this means that the possibility that it exists is low due to no uh no uh, credible no credible um information no credible evidence what rather right so to me on the post scale it's low on the post scale it's low scale now let me stop but yes if you, oh, why should i stop because right now we're coming to the end of this uh long this is the longest uh this is the longest episode so far it's getting up there um I'll try to trim it down a little bit for y'all but it's, it's getting up there in, in, in length but before we go, we got to flow because this is the flow of the week. You know what I'm saying? So let me just go ahead and say in closing, much love and respect. I thank y'all, all y'all who are listening. If this is, you know, if you've been back from the last couple of weeks, thank you for continuing, continuously listening to me uh, speak this to you and, and bring these, these stories to you. And um, to the new people, I appreciate you checking it out giving me a, a moment of your time and i i i hope that you stay around and stick around because there'll be a lot more entertaining stuff this is still early on so i'm still you know working out the kinks so you know work with me you know saying we're gonna make it a, a dope ass place to, to come kick it learn some information hear some dope stories you know saying maybe every once in a while i'll do like a creepypasta type thing like and then i'm gonna have a flow at the end of the thing so you get a free flow every week Every week you get a free flow from me about the subject at hand. And the subject at hand today is Bloody Mary. So again, thank you uh, for tuning in. Please go ahead and rate, subscribe, all that goodness. You know what I'm saying? Uh, drop a comment. Hit up the email. Um, we're about to get YouTube popping off again. So you should be able to have some visuals. But uh, if you go to Learning the Curse, um, the group on Facebook... I will have extra pictures of what people say Bloody Mary looked like and different, different things, right? So there's extra content. That's like the bonus features on a, on a Blu-ray. So go to the Blu-ray, 
to the to the to the learning to curse blu-ray which is facebook group and uh you know go ahead and check in or go ahead and email us at again flow squad ltc at gmail.com now it's time for the flow of the week If you're shook with fear, then don't say Bloody Mary when you look in the mirror. Cause if you do, believe me, nothing good will appear. But maybe your future husband's face all good if it's clear. But the risk outweighs the reward, in fact. Your eyes scratched out, who could afford all that? I'm in a room full of mirrors as I record this track and said Bloody Mary 13 times, no more than that. So if my eyes are scratched out, you know it's true. The Black Agnes will take your soul from you. So keep your loved ones real, real close to you. Folklore of the week, I wrote this flow for you. I wrote this flow for you, flow squad, what up, I wrote this flow for you, yeah, wrote this flow for you.